Hello and welcome to the Talking Transformation podcast with Matt Bird, the founder and the chief executive of Cinnamon Network International. I'm delighted to have with me today as my special guest, Nikki Dix, all the way from Cornwall in England. Nikki, welcome. How's the weather in Cornwall today? It's actually sunny. We always say it's always sunny in Cornwall, even when it's liquid sunshine, but actually it's genuinely sunny. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Well, my family and I are heading to Cornwall next week for our holiday, but uh, I think probably half of the UK are heading there as well, uh, given uh, the, the non-travel <laughs> at the moment. I have heard that. I'll have to let you know of some secret beaches. That's wonderful. So, Nikki, you lead a wonderful uh, thing called Intentional Health, which helps local churches increase the health and the well-being of their local neighbourhood. Could you just tell us a little bit about um, Intentional Health and how it works? Okay. yeah. Intentional Health is a programme where the local church can inspire healthy lifestyles um, by relationships and exploring what health and well-being actually looks like in a whole person context. So, okay, that sounds good. So, so why should churches be interested in the health of their communities? Surely we're just after uh, seeing people saved, aren't we? Or is, or is, or can we be saved physically? Well, I think uh, healing and salvation are actually part of the same word. I think in uh, originally, but um, I think. You know, we are physical beings. We have a body, mind and soul. And if we're saved spiritually, obviously that gives us access to eternity. And um, but actually what we what happens in this life is really important, too. And Jesus demonstrated that when he walked on the earth. He went around healing the diseases of the day and taking care of people that other people thought weren't worth taking care of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jesus healed whole communities. I mean, communities of lepers. And, uh, you know, it wasn't just about the forgiveness of sins, but it was actually about um, physical healing and social inclusion. And the, the, the gospel embodied in Jesus Christ was transformational for the whole of life. Absolutely. And if you think about it, you know, we have one body that God has given us uniquely. It is something that I, we don't have. We have the same amount of time. You know, we might have different amounts of money, but we we operate in in the world in many other ways, in, in similar ways, but actually our body is something unique and it is what he gives us to live in mm. in this life. So if we don't look after that, that's going to impact our spiritual life as yeah. well as our mental health. That makes sense to me. So let's come back to intentional health. But I want to ask you, Nikki, where did your mm -hmm. passion for for healthy living come from um well ironically um i grew up and i didn't like physical activity or uh, no me neither i hated I... sports lessons <laughs> oh well i ended up being a pe teacher matt who hated sports <laughs> lessons so i don't yeah not not sure how that happened but uh, and spent most of the 10 years when i did that saying god why am i a pe teacher i hate sport i don't understand um but what i was really encouraged and what i loved it about was helping people understand they had a choice so even if they didn't like the pe lessons actually the attitude about how they came and just to embrace and give something a go for the first time um, was more important than whether they could throw the javelin an extra two centimeters or something yeah yeah so uh that's where you uh you you developed a, a passion for healthy living and so what why why have you started helping churches um develop healthy communities what what what's in it for you okay so there's a couple of things for that so first and foremost we are whole people so we have a body mind and soul and one mm. impacts the other and you know physical health 
in, and mental health uh, today is often uh, medicalized. So we look to the GP to fix us or we look to the counselor to help us with our mental health, for example. And I think that happens in churches as well. You know, we look to the church leaders to feed us on a Sunday morning. You know, it's that sort of there's that um, removing of the laity of people effectively from our health in terms of physical, mental or spiritual a bit. Um, but actually, when you address health as a whole person, um, it's really good to remember that each each part, each individual part actually impacts the other. So often if we are trying to diet, for example, to lose weight, uh, a root cause of that might be that we feel lonely or isolated and not in relationship with people. So it's really important to understand how we operate holistically, because if we can make sure that we're investing in our mental or emotional health and investing in relationships, then we might not depend on the physical need to go and comfort eat anymore um, because we've addressed the root cause so that's what I'm really passionate mm. about. So how is it that intentional health can help a local church? So I'm I, you know I, my, if my church here in Wimbledon London and you know if it's thought wow yes there is a huge need in our community to address healthy living um, what what how would you work with a church like mine to do something about that? Okay, well, normally we would come and train you for three days. We get, you know, you'd get a small team together. We would train you, equip you, yeah. and resource you, and then support you as you deliver the program, which means more people yeah. can benefit. But actually, because of what's happened recently, we're moving some of that training to online. So it means that actually we might be able to train more people and access more places by training and equipping people to run our 10-week program online and the program is evidence-based and it's based on government guidelines and the bible so it's really robust but it gives you the confidence as someone who might not be a physically you know who might not be a physical health professional or a mental health professional but actually matt if you are like me don't like physical activity you are the perfect person to deliver this because we know how hard it is so we can really connect and relate yeah. with people and, and help them understand so the way the program is designed is that we explore the content together, but we're all in the same boat. So I'm not an expert telling you what you should do, which actually often makes you feel worse. Uh, we're all exploring this together in a safe uh, community that um, we can now then make our own choices about and encourage and champion one another along the way. Yeah. So uh, we've found this with a lot of cinnamon recognized projects around the world that because of COVID-19 and social distancing and uh, not being able to gather um, up until now and things are changing uh, as we speak, um, you know, lots of the Cinnamon Recognised projects have decided to move their training of church-based volunteers online, just as you have. And it's had some very interesting um, uh, consequences um, because actually um, people are saving money. But so instead of jumping on a train, jumping in the car in some countries because they're so big, jumping on a plane, instead of doing that to go and train a church, the church is accessing the training online um, uh, and, and it's saving a lot of money. But also um, church is not limited to the geography that you would normally travel to. So it means that yeah. churches in other countries are starting to replicate projects from other countries that they see that are great because for the first time, uh, for many of them, they can access that training online. So it's really interesting uh, what you're saying about moving your training of uh, church-based volunteers online um, because then they can run it in their own communities um, and, and see the impact. So it's a really interesting phenomenon. Um, Nikki, obviously, this podcast is all about talking 
transformation. So I wonder if you can just tell us a story of one person whose life has experienced transformation uh, through intentional health. Oh, there's so many. I'll try and pick a couple um, or one. Um, I guess one of the ones who would be good to share would be a lady called, um, let's call her Claire. Um, And um, uh, Claire came to us. She was one of our very early people that came along to intentional health. And um, she was always very quiet and unassuming and um, didn't have very much confidence in herself. Um, But she was a real, real generous lover of people. She's the person who bought all the cards for everyone at birth yeah. in the church um for this you know it's that kind of general generous heart person but she never felt like you know she was important she was always serving but never really cared for herself and she actually did intentional health um the first time and um and she came to the end of her course it's a 10-week program and she came to the end of it and she went oh my goodness like I can see the difference that this program could make, but I hadn't really seen it whilst doing the program. So she did the program again. And one of the biggest changes that she made was she started drinking water instead of coffee. Now that might seem really insignificant, but what it means and what she realized through the course was that actually I didn't want to do any changes to my life and I embraced one and it wasn't as bad as I thought. So where else might I make changes in my life? And she came back and did the course a second time. And honestly, Matt, like the way she walked, the way she dressed, the way she did her hair, everything about her just changed. You know, she would then walk with confidence with her head held high. She read color. She dyed her hair. You know, she started investing and looking after herself and genuinely went from this sort of quiet, you know, she was a genuinely lovely and still is lovely person um but went from someone who would try and hide into the background to actually being confident in who she was and just living life um in all its fullness and and loving the person and her relationship with god more than more than you thought so you know she's one of the most inspiring people that i think and i think if there there are so many more people like claire she says in inverted commas out there um that actually that simple something as simple as drinking water for the first time and understanding the value of choice um, it literally changes amazing real real transformation and tell us about one of the churches that started intentional health in the last year um, and the journey they've been on and uh, the impact they've had Okay, well, I'll have to tell you about um, <laughs> the church in the north. So they're our first up north partner in the UK, um, Hazel Grove Baptist Church. And um, the team there, we had four people came down to Cornwall last year and got trained. And um, there was uh, two nurses and one GP and uh, a local council person. And they've run their first program and they were astonished at how many at the transformation that it had uh, the content of the program the lives it changes that actually one of the volunteers um, left nursing and has come to volunteer with us for a day a week to continue to get it up and get it out into the north um, the, the, they are passionate about getting other churches in the north of England there because they the GP recognizes the value of social prescribing and she said if this starts getting on the social prescribing list we won't be able to keep mm-hmm. up with the demand so um they've hosted an evening to try and get other churches just before coronavirus mm-hmm. breakout um to try and get other churches in the area done so and in terms of the people you know they've had probably about 40 people through the 
they've only run two courses already both oversubscribed um and their final course was cut short the last week before uh, during lockdown and they're desperate to get started um and they're actually going to try out we've got a new online course called coming out of crisis well so they're even going to try and run that as a small group um be our first guinea pigs to try that as, as well yeah. so, coming out of yeah, crisis well so coming out of lockdown you're talking about yeah well, yes, it is that, you know, that's the crisis that we're yeah. all thinking about right now. But actually, it's the same tools for any crisis. You know, how do you how do you how do you cope when there's loads of stress? How do you become emotionally healthy to to go from fight and fight, fr- sorry, fight or flight into surviving or into thriving yeah. in life again? So. Now, you mentioned a little phrase, um, social prescribing. Um, for those people yeah. who don't know what social prescribing is, just unpack it for us. So social prescribing is where the GPs, instead of prescribing medicine, for example, will will signpost people to a community group or an activity or another um, event that will benefit someone's health and well-being uh, that might be in a non-traditional yeah. way. Um, and you know, we used to in, in the old days they used to prescribe walks along the promenade <laughs> and um, and actually the vision for intentional health was that the church would catch this vision and it would be replicated in little communities all around the country and that the, then the, the GPs and the health professionals would signpost people mm. to their local church and that was before social prescribing yeah, was yeah. thing, so, so basically um, people you know turn up with the doctor's surgery uh, describing um, depression uh, so instead of sending them away with antidepressant drugs, which doesn't actually solve any problems other than the immediate. Um, actually, doctors are, really are saying, well, actually, is this is more an issue of aloneness? Absolutely, that, that's exactly it. And actually, the evidence shows that when it's to do with lifestyle-related illnesses that actually you need community you know peer support and peer encouragement is much more successful when you're making lasting lifestyle changes than any evidence from a health wow. professional so nikki as we wrap up this fascinating podcast about community health could you um what three bits of advice would you want to pass on to leaders listening to this podcast today okay I would say, remember that we're whole people. So spiritual health is obviously important, um, but actually we're, phys- we're body, mind and soul. So how do we address the whole person? Because if we, if our mental or physical health is impacted, that will have an impact on how spiritually healthy we are anyway. Um, so remember we're yeah. whole people and spiritual health is an important part of that. Um, secondly, we need to be in community to make lasting changes. We need to encourage one another, support one another, champion each other. Um, and call each other out when we can't often see what we need to see and thirdly I would say start small you know you don't have to have a perfectly formed lifestyle health program um, ready to do something just do anything in your group start walking meetings put fruit out as well as cake and coffee uh, uh, if you've got an option Um, anything you can do small changes make all the difference so I would say yeah remember we're whole people make sure it's all about community and make sure that you start small. Start small. Incremental steps to large gains. That's what it's yeah. all about. Absolutely. Each day taken, uh, achieve a significant change and transformation. And that's what this podcast is all about. So if you're listening and you're thinking, intentional health, I'd love to do that for the benefit of my community. Why don't you reach out to Nikki Dix at Intentional Health? You can contact her through the Cinnamon Network International website. And we would love to connect to you with her so thank you so much for listening today uh we really appreciate you and pray that we continue to inspire you in transformation 
in your community. Goodbye for now. Nikki, thank you for being our guest. Thanks, Matt. See you soon.